Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I gotta go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. If your idea of heaven is floating motionless on a tiny park bench over a small pond, then we have the movie for you. We saw Made in Heaven, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How did this go big? Gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure, not just be a hater. Did you know you wonder how did this go big? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of subpar art. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, a.k.a. Paul Shear, and this is a podcast where we talk about movies that are so bad but so good, and today is really a new favorite for me. The movie is called <laughs> Made in Heaven, starring uh, Timothy Hutton and Kelly McGillis, and it is about a, a person who dies goes to heaven, falls in love, and then when the person he falls in love with goes back to earth as a baby, bargains with a young old man, yes, you heard that right, we'll get into all of this, to go back and find her, but he only has 30 years, which really isn't uh, a ticking clock that is installed much until the very end of the movie uh, to find her and find true love. And that's basically the premise but we have so much to talk about so much to talk about and i can't do it without my two co-hosts please welcome jason manzoukas and june diane rayfield how are you both I mean, I'm going to just straight away say I do not agree with like your your declaration at the beginning that this was one of the greats. Oh, I think this it's one was, of the greats. Uh, oh, my God. I think this is one of the most 
This, there are so many things right and wrong with this movie that I'm really I'd love to hear some it. of the right things. Oh, I'd I love, love it. to hear that. I mean, can, June, can we talk about how I just found you in the house? June, June has only been exhaling. June is June. June I, appears to be doing like the breathing that you do before a panic attack. I walked. I walked into the house because June watched this morning. I watched it last night. I and just I said, finished hey. it about ten minutes oh, ago. Okay, okay, okay. And I and I and I, I said, uh, <laughs> I said, June, June, and I look up, and I see June. There it is, full on crying. Wow! Tears. Oh, I mean, be- you are crying right now, right? Uh, these are real tears. <laughs> this is not for the show. <laughs> This movie really got me good. What? Oh my god! And I want to be clear. I also cried. I also yeah, cried. Me too. Oh my god! How me could too. You not? It's a I'm not. Movie. I'm not it's trying to crazy. say that it does it. This there's stuff in here that that made me cry. The end made me cry, and the other thing that made me cry, oh. the thing that really made me cry, was when he when saw Tim his parents. Yes, his birth parents, his original mm, parents, yeah, pick him, pick the reincarnated him up. And with so, uh, and they don't know that they are that they have this relationship. That well, that was devastating. I thought, and very that was the best part of the movie for me. There are so many. Again, I think there are so many great things in here. I want to just give the floor to June for a second to be like, where are you at? <laughs> I, you know, I listen. I, um, I don't know what's going on with me. But this movie hit in a particular way, and there was something about soulmates and something about, you know, maybe not finding your soulmate and what would happen if you didn't find your soulmate. And it just really, it really hit me. And this idea that we, you know, get to be reunited and live these many lives and meet people again. It just was really too much for me to die. It was really a lot. I loved this. I loved this movie. I mean, I don't know what I just watched, but all I know is it took me on an emotional roller coaster ride. Wow. I'm going to wow. make a, a very yeah, big did. declaration and say that, in my opinion, defending your life has, I think, one of the best interesting representations of heaven. I've always really looked to that in a really, uh, like, I was like, oh, they did it really well there. I think this movie is a very close second in some things. Like, I feel like there's, there's, I have a lot to say, but there is something (laughs) about what they're doing here that I kind of really like. I have a million questions that I want to get into it all, but I want to just start off with what June said. The movie opens with this title card where it says, uh, oh, this, I forgot about it, that. This could be true. You could even know these people. Okay. And and I was thinking, like, is this a threat? Is this immediately a threat to us? Because we don't know what the movie is about, but as it becomes apparent, are we supposed to look at the person that we're with and going, do they really love me? Are they just settling for me? Am I just the commercial director in this Kelly McGillis's life, or am I am I just the dad with garters throwing the uh, piano out the out the uh, the shanties doors? Uh, I mean, because it really is a damning thing. It's like there is someone for you, and if you don't find it, you will be 
eternally unhappy. I mean, it's well, dark, right? Well, let me ask right? you this. Do you feel like that's the case for everybody? Or do you feel like that is just, we're just, this is their story. Theirs is a story that is literally made in heaven. You know, she has <laughs> never. <laughs> so, the, I, I, again, like. This I'm like this is an unprecedented reaction that you guys uh, that lo- that both of you have had this reaction is so interesting to me. And while I don't disagree there's some very interesting stuff here. The movie is ultimately unsuccessful for oh, me. Oh, 100%. In a way that is uh, hun- pretty like, nuts. <laughs> I mean, right from the get-go, the black and white The black and white, are- yes. I mean, what are we doing here? That looks like yeah, I put a filter on my iPhone. It's like there's nothing. First of all, are they in period costumes? It feels like they're in 80s wardrobe and hair. It was. I'm like, well, I, it's like I the 80s the obsession with the 50s, but it is the 50s or, or the 40s. I'm not. No, 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 no. Because it's got to be the 50s because he's a vet. Right. Because he was right. in the war. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, so, so it's somewhere in there. It starts in black and white. And, and they're watching a black and white movie, which yes, they're also watching is, Notorious, yes, which is also kind of uh, diluted by this filter that they put on. Because I feel like there was a moment where they're like, "Can we just shoot it and let's just shoot it in color?" And then they I went back. They, and I bet color they did. Yeah, yeah I they bet, had. I bet, to. I bet they shot the movie in color and then they just graded the first act in black and white, or not, not even the whole first act. Because I wrote down, I said, "Is the period black and white?" Because there wasn't. A lot like there were moments where I was like, is this the 50s? Is this the 40s? I don't. There was nothing that was well, really the, calling the, out the to cars, me. The cars, the cars were car. telling you a lot. And the then cars, when they yeah. die, oh, sorry, sorry. So Tim Hutton is, you know, um, he's with Mayor Winningham, and she says to him, it's the, it's, you know, like it's like that kind of Happy Days esque kind of like um, vibes. And Malt she shop. says she's gonna marry the other guy, and so he's gonna drive to California. He starts to drive. He gets 100 miles from home. He sees a car accident. He With saves a farting a, dog. Yeah, he saves a woman and her children from drowning, but then he himself drowns. How Cut the fuck did he drown? Evan. How did he drown? Because here's the thing. Oh, you boy. have that old time t- Model T car sinking down in the marsh. And I'm sorry, June, that we are unpacking this movie while you are still emotionally uh, <laughs> taking it in. The, the car is sinking into the marsh and the front window is open. He he decides he's going to swim in the front window and then push the kid out. No, out and the then, back. He's out in the, the back. He's oh, in the, out, the back. The back. The, it's front yeah. end going down. So he goes in the back and pushes everybody out the back door. But why was the he trunk. drowning? He had, a, he had a full window open. I mean, who knows what happened, babe? I thought maybe his foot got caught in some marsh. <laughs> maybe he or, got, yeah, who knows? You, you know? know, who knows? Because she was, the mom was also struggling in that front seat. Yeah. So I, I don't know if the weight of it just took him down and he was stuck. I really so you're saying it three it's times. his fault. I mean him. I was like, just get the fuck out of there, man. Like, you, like wow. you're so you're just like, really you're gonna, attacking the hero in this situation. You're jumping in. You're you're going to be a hero. You're saving these I people. I think he tried, Paul. I mean, I don't know. He, could, he, he seemed like he, he had a clear path. He got like a whole family out. Just whoop, 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 whoop. like he didn't even look like it was that wow. deep. It wasn't like raging waters. Wow. I mean, this is like this is a take. This is a hot take. This is a take. <laughs> to, be, to, to blame <laughs> the so hero. There's so many things I loved about this movie. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to just dive in. Okay, so, and yes, this movie did personally affect me, and I do, I did feel like it made me really, 
Well, I guess it depends whether you believe in soulmates or not. I do believe in soulmates and I do believe I found my soulmate, but it's very scary to think of how you could have missed your soulmate and that's terrifying. And so that definitely hit me. And then I do have, a, a lot- I, I want to say th- something about this because it's the only time I'll be able to, to say this. Um, I'm also obsessed with that idea of who you meet and when you date them. Like I would love, and there's no, there's no way to make this even possible, but to see where you and I or you and whoever you're with crossed paths, but like you weren't yes. like, I love that idea that you might've been in the same room. You might've been in the same mall. You oh, might've been in the same we, yeah. yeah, we know we did. We know we probably did cross paths. Cause I found out many years later that Paul used to go to puck fair where I was waitressing mm-hmm. and I never knew he was there. And that was almost, that was at the exact same time. Yeah. Anyway, that really hit me hard. And then also, I absolutely loved the portrayal of this woman who is a new soul, new soul, who gets to be an artist and who approaches the world in this childlike, positive way. And I just, and, and writes and paints and is this like lovely childlike toys. artist. Yeah. Who's looking for love. I absolutely Loved her character and loved seeing like this grown female artist whose whose work is actually inspiring this this drifter. And it's a part of how they're so connected together. I thought that was beautiful. You think I mean, oh, her book, her book. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really liked. Yes, I loved that as well. And I loved that her book was such a kind of companion of his. Right. You know. But what I also loved was that he was nonetheless, you know, so much of what was, I feel like a lot of what informed her in a wonderful way was she gets born into this family that is like toy makers. Like her father mm-hmm. is all, all about joy and making people laugh. Well, you know, but to, upon to, the death of her mother, you know, he says, <laughs> you know, toys that toy make business. you laugh. Or isn't that what he says? What he's, yes, something? but yes, it was crazy. Exactly he he literally is visit. Like, it looks like <laughs> the, the mom grave. is fresh in the <laughs> ground. The he's like, fresh he has a shark in. tank idea at and the goes, grave. <laughs> and by the way, it's not even a shark tank idea because he just comes back. <laughs> he's and like, like sharks, let me tell you, I was standing outside my wife's grave and I had a thought and let me know if you've ever had this thought. Toys that make you laugh. Toys that make you laugh isn't even an idea, like, ultimately, because it's not like he invented the idea of toys, right? So, if, so like, here's the, and, and like, toys, are toys serious? But I don't even get into that. All I'll say is this. If someone who just buried their wife comes back and says to their child, I have a new invention. I'm yeah. in my military. I would say, oh, we got to get, we got to get Marcus. We got to get him some help. Some like Marcus is, we got, you yeah, need Marcus to grieve. is off the rails you right now. You need to grieve right now. Yeah, you the can't. soldier who wants to create the toys <laughs> that make people, let's get him. Maybe not put him alone with the kid tonight. She, Maybe died. she died, Tom. She, she died. <laughs> no, no, no. Toys that make you laugh. Toys that make you laugh. <laughs> By um, the way, I did think that they missed a giant opportunity when Kelly McGillis gets married and like he wasn't like he didn't have like a whoopee cushion or a hand buzzer. Like I <laughs> yeah. felt like everybody at that party should have had, uh, you know, some sort of a, some a laughing sort of toy. toy. But I really liked that, you know, she's in inside of this kind of grows up inside of this kind of successful, um, joy filled toy kind of life. And that but she's inspiring, you know, um, when Timothy Hutton chooses, he dies, he goes to heaven. 
There's a lengthy, the first half of Act Two takes place in heaven, and it's. I need to talk about Act Two for a long time. Berserk. Um, heaven here is like an insane about asylum. There's about, yeah, there's about 12 movies yes, within yes. this movie. I want to live you in know, the heaven like world. It's like experiencing yeah. 12 different movies at once. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Kelly McGillis, who is, I, I, I really liked seeing her again. I feel like I haven't seen her. Love she's her. so great. Uh, I've watched Top Gun twice during the pandemic. I, and I she's, watch that. She's, watch, did you watch the Val Kilmer documentary? Yes. Okay. So then yeah. now, so I watched it right after that. Okay. So, that, which I was really fun. Yes. Okay. The, um, there's something about like Kelly McGillis in heaven. Cause she, they're trying to show off this heaven and the heaven alternates between an insane asylum. It looks like, okay, this is an old fashioned insane asylum. Then it, then it kind of feels like, oh, is this like 
a Rushmore set. Like, it, I felt like Max from Rushmore is doing like the set from Ghostbusters. Like, when it also Emmett, well, sometimes feels like it's like a like a Lars von Trier movie. Like we, yes. that it's just a that it's just a facade on a black box stage. It was yes. Well, there is so literally moments fog. like that. There's so much, so much fog, fog in heaven, and so many. Here's the other thing that I want to say because you brought it up, Paul, earlier, which is. Uh, you brought up uh, um, defending your life. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I was going to reference was there's a lot of the good place in this. There's oh, a lot of like uh, the afterlife where they don't swear. They use different where she says the, the Emmett rather says frock instead of fuck um, mm. a couple of times where there's a there's a bunch of good place esque kind of treatments of the afterlife. You know, the idea yes. that like you get to go to school and continue to learn and continue to grow and continue to have a life like a life that is lived inside of heaven has like all of the components I, of Earth. I wrote down there's a lot of bullshit going on in heaven. Like they're trying to get married and then that guy who was the principal in Back to the Future is like, I'm gonna go deliver these invitations. I'm like Oh God! In heaven, I got to do errands now too. Can't I just be dead? Oh, I felt that way about the kids in school. I was like, if I'm a kid and I die, I'm fucking pissed that I have to go to school in heaven. Okay, what about the kids who are instruments? What are they? Yes. Right, so they can have a band at their wedding. And look, of course, there's certain things you can and cannot do in a movie. But like you would imagine, like, oh, well, let's get like you know one of the best musicians of all time because it's heaven and they can all be there. No, they have a choir of young boys who don't sing. They are literal instruments. So they open up their mouth and it's like, yeah, so it's like an orchestra. They can sing the elements of an orchestra, essentially. (laughs) It is. So I was trying to understand the rules of heaven. So essentially, if you're born there, you're definitely, if you're a new soul that's been born there by your dead parents who are now in heaven, you, you're you going to go back. Well, Correct. everyone As goes a, back. I believe everybody goes back. But when is a question oh, mark. everyone because goes that back, guy right? who was it might be seven minutes, it might be seven months, it might be seven well, years. Quick question, though. It seemed like heaven was themed to be in the 40s or 30s, and I thought they were doing that for Timothy Hutton's character. Is that just a choice? Well, they also know because they also had, like, the guy who had a room of computers. You know, but all those kids Tim were Hutton, like from Little House on the Prairie. Tim Hutton kind of was yeah. like, Tim Hutton was like, "What's this?" Yeah, he you never know? saw so, those computers. Yeah. So, like, exactly. So, like, I think Heaven is trying to include all of time. You know okay, what I mean? Got like, it. Okay, like, so it's timeless. You, you know, I I think so. But that old guy who came over with the fedora is like, "Hey, let's go have some beers and a little bit." I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, this is." But like his dead aunt. Didn't yeah. feel like someone from like the the teens. No, or the she 20s. felt like somebody from the eighties. She felt like somebody from the eighties who was like you know an eighties aunt who paints in her house. You know, so like I the, again like they, they're not very good at establishing the rules were very hard to follow. The rules are basically they can travel like a character in Half Life through these portals or whatever it is. Like, but my question to you or to answer you, June, is you can. This is what is weird about heaven. You can fuck, you can have kids, and then you can have souls. So are all new souls being created by angels fucking? I mean, is that like, I mean, is that no, like... No, or people on earth. Oh, no. I, or people mean? on earth. Like, you create a new soul if you create a child on earth as well. It's just 
that's all. No, no, that's not oh, no. necessarily, oh. Jason, because those lots of those babies. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, heavenly yes. souls. Correct. Yes, you know? I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I think the brand new souls. I think Paul's right. Oh, so we're, we're born only generating out of like uh, angel fucking, angels angel fucking, fucking. <laughs> and then and then so essentially the huh. angels fucking will they have to let their Which kid I disappear? I can tell you right now. Well, well, like I can tell you right now. That well, I guess then we were all at one point born from angels. Well, that's talking. what I'm yeah. asking. That's I guess what I'm trying to figure out is <laughs> is are we are huh. we're all just angels. We are all just. We're the none ba- of us are our parents' children. I no. mean, we are no, definitely not. You know well, because I mean? because definitely well, here's not. the thing: we are definitely not our parents' children because we look huh. like the we like Timothy Hutton. And to get that scene that you talked about, Jason, where, and it was at a great scene where his parents pick his up. His original parents. The, his original the people parents. people that lost him when he drowned. Right. Parents. Pick up yeah. the reincarnated Timothy Hutton. He doesn't just feel like Timothy Hutton. He looks exactly like Timothy Hutton, right? Is, is that where we're, or are we, or is this a conceit? Uh, is this like a quantum leap thing? I think this is a thing? conceit of the movie. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he looks Exactly like that. Okay. I mean, I think he's, but I definitely think he so reminds them of it's, their son. Like, yeah. so Timothy Hutton, probably they were, like, he has more fringes when he's reincarnated. So that's what, that's the difference, right? He yeah, more, more fringes. On his jacket. That, more, yeah, more fringes on his jacket. <laughs> the, well, uh, they've aged, you know, yes. they've aged, but he hasn't, you know, so like he's, he's around the same age now that he was when they lost him, too. So I right. think he's, they, I think they're just using that to say like he reminds them of their, their lost right. son, not that it is so eerie so that we they're are seeing, seeing. They're not right. saying, "Oh no, it's you." You know, like his I don't aura, think they're. I don't think they feel that. I think they're just it. feeling, yeah. in a wonderful way, some sense of like connection and closure on it. In a way, I mean, like, it was be- that was a beautiful scene, and I love that dad who has been uh, in everything with the big mustache. Yeah, um, I but, loved that that sequence especially. That's the sequence that really made me cry. Was the parents? Was, was the really, parents scene? Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, I thought it was really it was beautiful, beautiful and really. When, well done yeah. when the mom tells him that she's sick she's and she hasn't told the husband. And then you cut to the back seat and he's the husband is pretending to be asleep. And I just thought it was great. Really very good. Very sad. That was that that was really one like that was lovely. It was lovely. And then and then the son comforting her and telling her it's not gonna be scary. Mm-hmm. It was just so beautiful. Now you're and gonna make her me cry. also sorry. And her also feeling like that when she retold that story about, you know, setting a place for him and then feeling like he was okay, you know, it was just, it was just beautiful. But, did, but this it, is where the movie really is confusing me. because there at points he feels like he remembers that he is uh, from heaven. And like, so is that deja vu? Is this movie saying deja vu is our remembrances of heaven? Because there's a moment where the principal from Back to the Future says, you got to catch us up on everything going on on Earth. But then they seem to be interfering in Earth willy nilly, like the paintings in the window, Emmett's out on the street smoking well, cigarettes. There is one line where they talk about how certain things certain like technology or inventions have been made in heaven and then they are brought back to earth. So like, for example, that painting could have been made by someone, by Aunt Lisa reincarnate. So basically like, okay, because I I guess what you're saying, like I was taking it like she created that and then imprinted it like Jacob and Twilight onto somebody else. Okay. 
No, that could be her. Like she could be walking uh, around. Okay, because she could be back. Well, here's the here's yeah. the question. Then I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions about <laughs> heaven. So is Santa in heaven? Because Mario, the Santa toy Claus? maker, well, yes, Santa Claus, um, <laughs> Mister Sandy Claus, is Santa in heaven? Because Mario, the toy maker, which seems to be who Kelly McGillis works for, he is inventing wind up toys and everything. Oh, look at my newest invention. And he's showing her a wind-up toy. And I'm like, okay, so why do we need a toy manufacturer in heaven? Hmm. Where, what is that doing? And, and I guess to your point, June, does that mean that like, th- th- is Mario just biding his time until he comes back and then brings back wind-up toys? Because it feels like as every day goes forward, we're getting past wind-up toys. Like, he should be on, like, Nintendos at this point. Like, by the time I he comes back, he needs that, to be, yeah. I agree mm-hmm. in the sense that I'm not sure what that what that heaven-based in toy industry is. Yes. I don't know if that's somehow <laughs> there finding are bars its way. There. <laughs> I don't know if that's somehow finding its way back to Earth or if these are toys for people to play with in heaven. Perhaps, you know, uh, mm. I, I'm not sure, but uh, you, that's you're right in the sense that I feel like the movie is trying to establish some sort of link between heaven and the real world um, that is a little bit more, you know, uh, uh, amorphous so that people and ideas and even items can kind of be seen in both places. Uh, but it's yeah. like it's a lot of it feels contrived or it's, or convenient for the characters to have an emotional beat or a moment or a, an epiphany or etc. It's weird that she works for Mario, the toy maker. And then is birthed to a father who makes funny toys. Like, and then she becomes a toy maker too. But it's not like she becomes, like, I guess in my mind, she should work for Mario the toy maker. And then because of her mom dying, she creates toys. But she doesn't even create toys. She becomes an author who doesn't like creating toys. So I'm also like, wait, what's your trajectory? The same way that the guy from Wings is like, I want to be a director. Like the guy from Wings that she marries later on, I know I'm jumping around, is like, he says to her, he has a monologue with her at one point where he says, I oh can't keep God. up with you. I can't keep, up with, says, you. I can't keep up with you. You have such an imagination. And the first time we meet him, he's a movie. I want to direct movies. I have these big ideas. It's like, wait, so hold on. You, you have two creative people saying like, like, I, like if he was an accountant, I would yeah, buy that but story. Babe, but he, he wanted to do like French cinema and he ended uh, okay. up directing like dog food commercials, yeah. you know, where she stayed true to her okay. like artistic ideals. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think he, he yeah. felt like, you know, they, I think he, she, her kind of success and drive and, and, and our t- belief in herself, her confidence, I right. think made him feel insecure because Less he was than. insecure because he was staying as a ad man. And, you know, in the, in the third act, when they run into each other at the department store and he is now married to like a child bride. Yeah. Um, he's like, I just want to, uh, I just want a Clio and, and another, you know, another advertising Clio. award for, <laughs> for some dog food thing or whatever he says, you know? Yeah. Well, um, he, he, but that's because he won't shoot dog food on video. He knows that <laughs> dog food needs to be shot on film. <laughs> I did laugh really hard when there's one scene when their marriage is starting to fall apart where she, the shot is of her riding her bicycle into the apartment with like a newsy cap on. Do you know what yes, I'm talking yes, about? Yes. There's it's a lot of weird funny, stuff I like that. I laughed out yeah. loud. Yeah, just like 
not jumping off the bike to like sort of wheel it in and no. place it where it's supposed to be, but just fully like riding this, through her. This apartment. is like old school 80s bullshit. Like we were talking about this. People living on houseboats, people wearing newsy caps. Yes. It's all oh, yeah. like I, I feel like the Coen brothers did an amazing job of like encapsulating all of that in like Julianne Moore's character and Big Lebowski. It's like, I'm an artist. It's like all the weird affectations, but but yet she's so not like that, but yet she I wear a newsy cap. I do this. She's an interesting, she's, I like Kelly McGillis, but they definitely were pushing her in a lot of different directions where I feel like I, I didn't know where she found her passion and is her passion only in finding love? I, I don't know. Well, what I, what is, what was very clear to me was like, or it was very clear to me, maybe because his trajectory was much different. Kelly McGillis's character was having true success in her life and she had right. a, Good relationship with her father. She was, um, she's but she never ma- told him that she loved him. When no, she goes, I never she told say, him. That. I didn't tell him that I loved him. How much I loved him, or whatever. Just yeah. how much. Okay, I they were. Okay. They seem. I mean, they're they're pretty together good. all the time. I mean, they yeah, seem, they yeah. they seem to be like they're da- like they yeah, they have a great relationship. <laughs> she marries Tim Daly. That kind of goes away. She starts a relationship with David Rashi. That kind Ooh. of goes. Who's from Succession, best? who is the best? I love this uh, TV show he did called Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, back in the day. baby, oh, so good. His introduction in this movie was so so wild. funny. Oh my god, so wild, so funny. Where 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 she's looking at an, uh, a home uh, with a real estate agent, and David Rashi is just taking a shower in the bathroom because he likes to test out showers. He wants to By know the if way, the shower is going to be good in a house. Smart. That was the only thing I would just test when I got New York City apartments. I'd always run to the shower and test it out because you were going to be there. If you're renting, you got to have that good shower pressure. Oh, yeah. I, I immediately liked him, but I didn't understand why Burrell, the real estate agent, ran out. She didn't, she not only like, she not only abandoned. She fell over. She fell over. Right? Yeah, and then she ran out to her car and but she abandoned Kelly McGillis there, and yeah. like, why was she? Why was she escaping? <laughs> yeah, unclear. Yeah, <laughs> unclear completely. But what I, I was gonna say, what I understood was she. I understood like she just seemed to be kind of going through, moving forward through life. She. It was hard to track her emotional journey, yes. other than how it was being played out. I understood she was heartbroken when they divorced or whatever. She felt the strains of their marriage. Timothy Hutton is born into like an abusive uh, <laughs> household. He is like like you said earlier, June. He's kind of a drifter. He's trying to figure it out. He wants to like his 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 old parents give him a trumpet, so he decides he's gonna he looks become like, a musician. And he by the way, does. he looks. But by the way, he's all right. I want to get into all that musician stuff because That's, that shit's crazy. When he becomes a musician and is making an album in the studio, in the I was like. How? This no. would cost tens of thousands of First dollars. First of all, he's terrible. All right, so he the whole the whole reincarnated Tim Hutton is dressed like a guy doing cosplay from Benny and June, Johnny Depp's character from Benny and June. It's like this hat and these fringes, and he's out there and he's terrible at music. Like they they do the scene right after that really emotional scene that we just talked about with the parents and I'm dying. The, like they almost like quick cut to another scene where he's like auditioning to play in a jazz club and is so like so comically bad that it makes me like question everything about this character. He, be become, like, why he goes was, from where was getting a trumpet. He goes from getting a trumpet to recording an album in the course of like two years. And like, then and then is when that album comes out with the lead oh, singer. And, and it's a hit. 
It, oh, it's a giant hit. But, but it's such a hit that they're not even interviewing the lead singer. They're interviewing Tim Hutton, who yeah. seemingly isn't playing a goddamn thing on the album. He's just a producer. Like, and at that point in the 80s, you weren't just bringing on the producer. You would bring on Sheena Easton. You yeah. would, I don't know who produced really Sheena Easton's shit. I really was confused by that. That made, because I, I was like, my biggest problem with the movie is... The minute you separate them back on Earth and you're like, okay, I'll give you an Emmett is like, we could spend the rest of the episode just talking about Emmett, by the way. Yeah. Emmett's like, I'll give you 30 years to find each other. Oh, I need and, to uh, After that, forget about it, right? Well, you're going to die, I think, right? I think. It, yeah, he's yeah. going to yeah. But didn't he's he say, but didn't he say like, uh, this Emmett moment is interesting. He goes, I'm going to give you 20 years. And then he goes, and then they talk. He's like, I'll give you 25 years. Yes. I'll give you 30 years. And I was like, wait, there's not even a negotiation happening here. He just keeps on adding five yeah, years. Yeah, I think to- Emmett's rooting for them. Okay, you know? em- okay. so em- that was Emmett. Emmett. Okay, but he didn't play it like, you know what? Let me give you some more time. Let me give you some more right, right, right. It seemed like he was forgetting his lines. <laughs> and he kept on referencing the oh wrong. I was, can we just, we need to break down Emmett just for a second. Yeah. Emmett is, is Emmett God? No. Okay. Well, I mean, you can just look in the credits. Emmett is himself. 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 <laughs> all right. First of all, just so you know, if you've not seen anything from this movie yet, Emmett is the closest that we have to being like the. He's not the, God, but he the is God-like like, character of this. Of this, he is the the person in charge of the heaven that, and he that is, they're in. And he's basically played by, and I know this is another deep cut, but like a teen in an 80s movie. I said he, he reminds me of Styles from Teen Wolf, the Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf. Like he's like that level uh, or, you know, uh, like young kid who has his hair slicked back and talks like this. Hey, what's going on? So it's a very incongruous uh, voice to look thing. It's like, oh, he's so young. But I thought they missed the mark here because like either of a child like, you know, talking like, hey there, toots, you know, or have an old person. You know, this middle ground of making it a teen was so weird because he's smoking a cigarette all the time. Hey, you got to tell you this. Uh, you know, it's like I didn't understand what they were going for. Like, why? Why did he have the old man voice and no one else had that affectation? Like, was he a young angel or an old angel who... Ages in a different way. There were some questions I had. I mean, obviously, he yes. is himself. Well, for sure. Yes. There's like a lot going on. There's a, there's also Emmett also smokes in yeah. heaven yeah. where yeah. nobody else. Heaven is like, you know, like a beautiful kind of like. Well, it's anything gauzy, you want to. Twinkly kind of whatever. Another but issue Emmett, I had with this movie with. Heaven is whatever you want it to be. It could be anything. And whatever Kelly McGillis imagines is just a park. Yes. It's never yeah. more than a park. <laughs> like, it can be anything. A simple park. A local simple park. <laughs> but she also hasn't been to Earth. So for her imagination to be so small <laughs> is also wild. And also to be compared with Tim Hutton, who's like, I want to get married to you. And they're like, what's marriage? And he's like, I don't even know. I think you say, do you? And I say, I do. I was like, what do you mean? You don't know what marriage is? You did live a long life on Earth. Like, you conceptually could understand what marriage. He had a hard time explaining marriage. Anyway, sorry. Can I ask you a question? Because I just looked it up. Do you know who plays Emmett? No. No. Do you want to guess? I mean, I thought it was that kid. I I thought it was a kid from Adventures in Babysitting Jackie. It is Timothy Hutton's wife at the time, Deborah Winger. Wait, what? what? 
Wait, what? What? Deborah Wait a Winger second. This is you are right, Emmett. Jason. You are right because Wait, I what? thought oh, I'm going to be honest. Oh my god, Wait, you are I right. I thought earlier in the movie. Initially, I thought Kelly McGillis was also playing Emmett because Wait, they oh, seem to be what? related, but it's Deborah. Yes. Winger. Okay. This no, is no, amazing. No, 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 no. It no, is no, no, because no. Avril has a clip. Take a listen to the clip. <laughs> Emmett Humbird, Mike. Glad to meet you. <laughs> You have any questions? Oh my God, it is Deborah Winger. Anything you don't understand that you think oh you should? Oh my uh, well, God! Well, the shovel here—I imagined the shovel twice. Mm, must mean something. You oh know what? Oh my God! Oh no, <laughs> that's entirely up oh to you. Oh my God! You think I'll be taking this back with me? Uh, nah, probably not. Maybe the idea is in a shovel. Maybe it's something musical like a guitar or a trumpet. You Ooh, see, trumpet! Mike, very few souls take a whole idea back. Most of the time, it's bits and pieces of an idea. Usually, something that they've never seen or heard, but it's in the air. It's all around. That's what's great about the system, Mike. Wow. Now, what you choose to do with it once you get down there, that's up to you. Okay. But that's like I, a I, lot I, of explanation. That's more wait, explanation than I remember. I take getting. back everything I've ever, I, I take back every <laughs> genius choice. And this is why I say this movie is one of, I take back everything I, I say. So this is insane. But there was, it's so I apologize, Deborah Winger. I apologize. There was something about Emmett where it was really confusing to watch. And now I'm understanding why. Like I yes. couldn't. Yeah. You know, he was so old, but not, but so young. But uh, there was something about him, and it was Deborah Winger is the yeah. answer. It was the answer is Deborah Winger and doing also, a lot, doing a way, lot. When you watch that, it's yes. big. It, and let's talk about this. I'm this stunned. Movie, I can barely speak. I have uh, to. Be. I'm I'm really like my mouth is <laughs> agape because. <laughs> I really speak. was like this teen kid. I was going to answer blah. like Leo DiCaprio or that guy from um, that guy who was in the whale movie, Brad Renfro. I was going so many different oh, places wow. where I wasn't oh, going. Oh, that's so interesting. I thought Deborah we all. Winger. Oh, okay. Wow. So I in, in, initially I thought it was Kelly McGillis doing Emmett because they seem to be brother and sister or something in the beginning. Yeah. And I was like, Holy oh, she's shit. playing both. I was like, oh, that's uh, interesting. That didn't occur to me, Jason. And then. Uh, and then, but then, no, as then, then as it went on, I was like, oh, no, 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 the, the, Emmett is not, this is different. <laughs> um, but I still, but that's why when it was Deborah Winger, I, I was blown away. I, I am, it was I, am like, Winger. I am speechless I am right speechless now. right now, too. Speechless. And that also keys you into why the voice is so like, yeah, no, like right. why it feels like a put on is like this kind of like fast talking. She's clearly doing like oh this, this guy, this guy voice where she's like, don't worry about it, kid. Uh, okay. You know? Well now, now this is now this, all right, because I, my mind was blown like this. Cause I'm writing my, like my notes down as I'm watching the movie. I'm like, all right. So this is the moment where Timothy Hutton meets that Rick Ocasek looking guy. Yep. And then I look, and it's fucking Rick Ocasek from oh, the yeah. cars. And as I'm yep. re reeling from that, Rick Ocasek is in this movie. Then fucking Tom, Tom Petty, Petty is up. in this movie. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I'm, what? Like yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. Petty, like as like a like a like a an underworld or something? boss. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie has some. Not I think so Neil cameras. Young is in here as well somewhere. What? Is my my understanding. Wow. Uh, I just saw in the credits. I did not clock him, but. Well, I clocked Rick Ocasek as well and uh, Tom Petty. There's like a bunch of, there's a bunch of that kind of stuff going on. I didn't look up Alan Rudolph who directed this because I was like, oh, maybe he was like a music video guy or something at the time. Right. 
You know, I, I don't know. I, I was because there's so much music stuff in here. I was like, I don't know. I feel like this is Timothy Hutton. I feel like it's Timothy Hutton going like, oh, come maybe, hang out with me. There was also good needle drops. You know, like yeah. the good, there was good music inside of the movie. I mean, he, you know, he's directed movies like Choose Me, Troubled in Mind, Afterglow, and The Modern. So nothing that you, nothing that's really okay. there. Uh, that like you know that's like that's big. It's written by uh, the the team who wrote Starman, Stand by Me, Cuffs, Cutthroat oh. Island, Jungle to Jungle, and Mr. Brooks. All okay. movies I want to cover on the show. But um, I cannot okay. move forward with this information. Okay, I, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I am so stunned. I am wow. so stunned. Wait, and when you played that clip, so Paul, yes, you had a clip of her. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I was running a little bit late today, so I hadn't had. I didn't pull Time out to Nate's review. All the stuff. I didn't have okay. Nate's uh, research in front of me. And as <laughs> soon as Jason went to go research it, I pulled up Nate Kylie, our great research assistant. I pulled up uh, what he gave me, and then there I saw it as as clear as day. And, and then I Jason, looked in. Just take me through. So you're looking on the internet, and you just well. Type so first, in- I was gonna say. First, I was gonna say, who do you think played it? Because in my mind, I I thought, you know, because the minute you guys started talking about it, like it was like a young actor, yeah. I was like, oh, I think that's wrong, okay. because I thought it was. Like I said, first Kelly McGillis, and then I was then I remembered. Oh, I meant to Google this and didn't. Okay. So then I was oh, like, so Oh, let me Google you're it. You're not as shocked as we. As I'm not we as are. shocked. Yeah. I, okay. Oh no, no. But let me be clear. What is shocking is that it's Deborah <laughs> Winger. That it's like right. not just I can't like tell you how somebody I am with Deborah Winger. I love her so much. Uh, but man alive, I am stunned. I am stunned to my core. I'm shaken like a rattle. Okay, wait. There's so much. There's so much I want to continue to like pick apart here. This Emmet. Oh yeah. This Emmet of it all is oh, really. Oh no, this is huge. I mean, this is a big this deal. Is huge. A big, big deal that. Because oh, wow. <laughs> it's taking wow. it in. It's really we can't like move on. It. We're it's, stuck. Honestly, mm. I don't know how to how we get out of this. It's in. Really it's also it. Is this the era where where Deborah Winger has disappeared or no? No, this is, I think this is, or was this is still, I'm trying to remember the documentary. Like, is this what made her leave? What, that no one got how great you. Can you, you imagine even, Tim Hutton being like, babe? You gotta do this part in this movie. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, you're gonna be there anyway. You'll be with me on location. Right? You this can is a, be this God. is a movie that everyone was like, this is going to be the next great love story. Like I I, I feel it in my bones that everyone was like, we are on to what something. Year is there. This? Okay, so I want to talk about the marketing. I, I don't know how to move away from Deborah Winger. By the but way, for, just for Deborah one second. Winger, right here, just so you know. 83 is Terms of Endearment. 82 oh, is wow. Officer and a Gentleman. Uh, then we go to Legal Eagles in 86. Uh, and then uh, she just basically makes like three movies that I haven't not heard of really called Everybody Wins, Betrayed, and The Sheltering Sky. Um, oh, so Sheltering like, Sky, I know. Okay, yeah. so yeah. So I mean, so she, this is like, pr- this is prime, this is Legal this is Eagles. Prime winger. Prime winger. Oh, I mean, like she's on a run. Yeah. She God. is like widely regarded as one of the best actors of her generation, and then does by the this. way, she is. She I wonder, is. She made me believe that she was the kid from Adventures in Babysitting. I wonder if there's a part in here where where she was like, "I'll do it, but make me unrecognizable and do not credit me." Well, yeah, I mean, himself was such a bold credit across the front. Oh my God! Wow. The first credit, Stunt. the first, the first credit, credit was Emmett as himself. I mean, by the way, and there was a there was a control of her body that when Emmett is sitting in that chair, like Emmett is about to perform uh, a cabaret number. Uh, I was like, this there what, there was something really 
wonderful about that performance. I was like, this is really interesting because I think I the goal go back was and watch it now. I think Again. the goal was to make something that didn't feel old or young, male or female. It felt very much like I think ideally that's what you you would want a representation of heaven to feel like that there were there was nothing on it besides really just the 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 souls right like it feels it feels similar but it doesn't look like anything we know they don't do that anywhere else but that's and what also, made that character didn't Emmett seem I mean of course this is probably what winger brought to the role but didn't Emmett seem and appear like kind of Angst filled and like dissatisfied. Yeah. Well, yeah, heaven. smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Kind of like, never uh, found. I, I he's felt like, like Emmett, complaining and is like, oh, I don't know. This everything's so crazy. Everybody I, else. I felt that Emmett didn't find. Like to me, that was my backstory that I made for Emmett because I, you know, I do this all the time. I write. I'll write write longhand about my favorite characters and oh, create their wow. backstories. Uh, no, uh, in your movie like, journal. Yes, in my Paul movie does journal. Have a movie journal. I uh, used to have a movie journal. Just and like I found David it to be cumber- No, I found it to be cumbersome. Now I'm all only on Letterbox. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but I will tell you this when I was watching her, what I got from that performance, even though it was not communicated in dialogue was Emmett also fell in love in heaven and was never oh. able to reconnect with her, him, true love. Like, I, I feel oh, like, she, I see, I feel like they were unable to make that. And because of that, Emmett is broken in heaven. Okay. That's oh, what I saw. That, and, and that's why Emmett allowed uh, Timothy Hutton to go back. And and I guess Emmett's punishment in heaven was that Emmett couldn't smoke in heaven anymore because, ah, because of you. I have to smoke now on earth all the time. You know, and it's like, oh, Wait, oh, what? I Really? Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I when, didn't clock that. When Emmett meets Timothy Hutton on the side of the road, he's like, ah, right, because right. of you, I got to smoke here. Like, so, Ev- so Emmett huh. comes down to earth for a smoke. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, and I guess that's the question is, is Emmett actually like meant to be, I think so, God, like the... the or St. Peter. Oh, you think, okay, maybe. Because it, like, yeah, it seemed like St. Peter like, was a gay, Yeah, you yeah think, I felt like he was a gatekeeper. I see. Okay, okay. So we don't get to see more. We just, no. He is just more of the accountant, a part of the... Like keeping yes, it all like together. managerial, yes. yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if someone said, can I talk to your manager, please? <laughs> Excuse me, Emmett, can I talk to your manager? <laughs> You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. 
Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. What I was curious about with this movie is the marketing, because it does feel when you watch the movie and it did emotionally really impact me, it feels like this they're, they are making a big love story, a generational yes. kind of giant love story that's going to, you know, span across centuries, really. And then you see the poster. Yeah, it's it makes no sense. It, it's really like it does. It looks like look who's talking. It exactly. Looks, yeah, that's it's exactly what I was going to say as well. In yes. the clouds with their privates covered by cloud parts. Can and you throw it up, Paul, so we can yes. take a look real quick? You it's, got it. Absolutely. It is because I agree with you, June. When I first pulled this movie up to watch it and saw the cover, I was like, oh, OK. I didn't. I guess that we're watching another exactly to your point. Look who's talking, baby, fi- baby focused something, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, ba- this movie is going to be about babies. To. Yes. I mean, this babies is, this getting is into two, trouble, you know, this is two years before Look Who's Talking. So like, this is like, Look Who's oh, Talking this comes out in 89. Based on, see, I thought for sure, like, oh, they must have based it on the success of Look well, Who's let me, Talking. Let me talk about oh, Raising Arizona. Look- oh, go ahead. Yeah. Because Raising Arizona also is advertised the same exact way, which was like a ba- like the baby is front and center in Raising Arizona. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. So I don't know if they were just like, you know, that uh, that's 87. What is, so babies what are year big. Did, what year did Ghost come out? Because mm. Ghost was the other movie that I was like, oh, is this a another kind of 1990? After, oh, after this. OK, because I was like, oh, is this because this when it started to sink in that it was, this was going to be a ghost based love story. I was like, oh, is this a response? Is this like post ghost? Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's something that people want. Kind of like a magical realism kind of uh, love story. Um, But it's not. Right. That's the the shit in this movie that is that is that is not good is you want them to get together so badly because they do do a good job. Kelly McGillis and Tim Hutton do have good chemistry and when they got fall good in buns, love. And by the way, we didn't talk about his buns. I mean, they are JCVD he's got the, he's buns. Got, yeah, he's got we, good buns. They put Timothy Hutton's buns on display. That when he goes to heaven for the first time, you're seeing buns in the 2001 room. Like he. That's what I wrote in, too. Yeah. 2001. I was like, everybody <laughs> believes that heaven or the afterlife is like a gigantic day room in like a uh, in an English manor house. <laughs> and, and, you know. And by the way, like. His life, I think, was supposed to be flashing before his eyes. And the only image that we see is him playing the piano as a little kid. That was it. He was a soldier. He was in love. He had parents. And the only image is him just tinkling on the piano. And then it's like they ran out of money because they just have a shot on him, like, looking like, oh, ooh, ooh. But we don't see anything. We don't don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We don't learn anything about the process. But what's what it doesn't work for me is they do such a good job of conveying their love for each other in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. That the the rest of the movie, they are separated until the last minute last of the movie. Minute. I, yeah, and I that an issue is so that. unsatisfying for me because mm. I was like, I want these people to, it's enough already. I need them to find each other because what this is, is feeling like all of act two felt super static. Like nothing was really happening. They were just kind of going about their lives. But I'm like, this movie is about them together. I don't want, I don't necessarily need to see all of this in between. 
I want them to find each other. I wanted them to find you. I just wanted the story to to be. I, I, I was waiting too I long. Also, you know, that's it, it was a long. I understand, and it was a long burn to get there. But <laughs> I was also really feeling like they needed to meet each other at the right moment and oh. they needed to evolve to a place where they could meet each other. Yes, oh, I right. Agree. Because, right. Because like Timothy Hutton was, I mean, there was a great line in there where Emmett says, you can go back to earth, but there's no chance that you'll be in heaven again. Now, Timothy Hutton's character was a little bit hard to understand because he did win the purple heart. So he seemed to be a very heroic guy, but he also seemed to be a terrible alcoholic. They never really addressed his drinking, but I guess, the question is, who are they? Are they the souls or are they the product of the life lived? Going back to my last question, who are we? What, are we a product of wait, the life lived? what do you mean? Lived? Like, well, I guess what I'm saying is these two souls meet, right? Yeah. And they know each at other. At the end, you mean. And, yeah, or at you the mean end. at the beginning in heaven. Well, at the end. At the end. Where okay. They meet and they see each other and they've known each other their whole lives. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying, June, and I think this is what the movie is saying, is like they needed to get to where they are in their lives before that could happen. Well, but we've seen what, them almost meet numerous times. So they have like four or five right. missed connections. Yeah. Right. You know, where they're they're in the same space together. They're in the same they're they pass each other uh, um, on the street or there's an throughout their lives. They are they pass by each other or share space together, but they do not meet, which I really enjoyed. Like I enjoyed the more of that. Yeah, I love that. And the tension created by that. And Ellen Barkin is given. Ooh, Ellen Barkin. I was just gonna say, Ellen Barkin. This so good as like a sequence fatal kind of great character, but also like super comedic. Like. So this is this weird section of the movie where it's Rick Ocasek, Ellen Barkin, and and like Tom you said, Petty. And Tom Petty. Tom Petty playing a character called Mr. Stanky, uh, <laughs> which again, <laughs> it just feels like these are all people having fun time. Like, my name is Mr. Stanky. But I want to have a whole movie about Ellen Barkin's character where she is because she's mm-hmm. clearly like a goof, but also dangerous with a gun. Um, oh, yeah. I loved when Ellen Barkin got her cigarette caught up in her, like, veil or whatever she was wearing. Yes. It was just, like, hilarious. She's just so good. When she yes. ate the strawberry and hated it, it was like, ugh, and I started to spit it out. <laughs> and was on screen for, I'm going to say, six minutes. Yep. And and was and made a meal out of it. She's incredibly memorable in this movie and is, like, really just essentially one and a half scenes. Um, yeah. Really good. I thought she was, I thought, like, like, that's the thing is, like, it feels very vignette and episodic as it's going on. As you, we're watching them, we know they have 30 years to meet each other, and we're watching them go through the beats of their lives. We're watching them almost meet over and over and over again. Um, and, you know, some of them are good. Some of these, some of their life experiences are great, like him seeing his birth parents. And some of them, for me, were just kind of like, uh, okay, like, mm-hmm. kind of boring. Well, you know, and that's where the movie lost me in those moments because I was like, Oh, I'm I've lost track of the the thread that I want to be. I want to know that they're I want them. I want that chemistry back. And I, they just kept not giving it to me. I have two quick questions here. Did you do you all remember this movie? God, what was it called? I feel like it was like Sybil Shepherd and Robert Downey Jr. where Robert Downey Jr. came back from heaven too. Is this was this like a time in cinema where people were just like going because it's like there's mm-hmm. heaven can wait. 
I don't okay, remember chances that, are, but okay. it's all right. So oh, okay. Civil Shepherd, Robert Downey Jr. and Ryan O'Neill and Mary Stuart Masterson. And that okay. one is about a move. That one is about, okay. It says a reincarnated man returns 23 years later to his wife, her daughter and his former best friend. Then there's another movie with Robert Downey Jr. called Heart and Souls, where he also comes back from the dead, um, hmm. where it's like, uh, yeah, he just, I don't know, he keeps on coming back. Well, is I don't, that yeah. the period of time when, like, people became obsessed with angels? And, like, right. like, um, um, like what was the Roma Downey show? Touched by an Angel yeah. was on TV. And, he- like, the Michael uh, Landon Angel, Highway to Heaven. Like, there was a period in the 80s where kind of religious stuff was an angel and afterlife stuff was, like, very much in the zeitgeist. So maybe this, all of these movies are ending. By the way, Highway to Heaven came out, okay, in 84. Yeah, so that's a perfect timing there. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess maybe this is like, we are just obsessed with like not wanting to die and, and come back and feel good. I will say I wanted the, 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 the final meet to be better. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, it was I almost like. That. It was kind of it was sort of like it was so busy and there was so much going on on the street and there was so much happening that the it wasn't a good enough like but they danced. Um, they finally danced. I agree with you, Jason. That I liked. Yeah. I liked that they finally danced. But the, I mean, the first, uh, the seeing each other. Like, I wanted yeah. them to be, like, across the street from each other and lock eyes or yes, something. Yes, but they were, yes, yes. they were side by side, well, which was weird. How do you weird, that? Yeah. You know? I, know? I understand, but I did like that she was the one who stopped first. Because she actually sure. wasn't looking for a soulmate, necessarily. You know? And so he really was, though, and was very public about... Oh right, there's How some girl he had out been there for me. Yeah, for someone. yeah, yeah. And she- well, he wrote that song called "We Never Danced," which is about, which is the line she says to him before she disappears. But in yet, heaven. she wrote a book about her imaginary friend who is him. So, he, like, <laughs> that was a funny scene when she, the little girl, said, "This was an, this was also an SNL sketch a couple of weeks ago, where she, as a little girl, says, well, my imaginary friend Mike told me he's right over there.'" And like the her parents, you know, are like, oh, that's oh, Mike. It's nice to meet you, Mike. Okay, good. Well, pleasure to have you, Mike. Blah 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 blah. But I, in that moment, was like, wait, does she mean she means Mike, her boyfriend from heaven? But does that mean that Timothy Hutton's character is there talking to her, or is that is this a drop dead Fred scenario, or is that like an it, angel? I think is, the kids I couldn't see figure that kids out. Kids see ghosts. I, I think that that's the idea. Kid Cudi but said like, it. But like he wasn't if a ghost she, at that. But point. he wasn't there as a ghost. But was th- he? No, I think it was like I think that she, when you're that young, you may have connections to the other world. Like her, like and it, as she gets older, that that closes up. But yet she kept it alive. Okay, that, like, that's I think, fine. I think, I think there's well, that's an element she wrote to the that. Book yeah. about because the book is about Mike and all that her yeah. imaginary friend or. All this stuff. And so they are kind of, and he writes the song. And so like, they're still, obviously their lives are informed by mm-hmm. their connection to each other. They just don't know. They just don't right. know, they it. know how, right. You know, yeah. they just don't know that that's what's happening there. You know, that their inspiration is because of the other person. Mm-hmm. I mean, and by the way, but we're going to get into second opinions. I just want to bring up one final oh thought here, which, uh, which is simply which is the this. band, the band named poodles in bondage. I wrote that down. I could go into that. <laughs> I, the one, cause it seemed weird that, Poodles and Bondage were auditioning at a jazz club, but I will say this: um, the thing that I that got me the most was Kelly McGillis's dad's lawyer on Earth when she's oh, yeah. reincarnated. The lawyer leans in like he's about to kiss her. He's like, "Look, there's and two they're ways. like, at, are they at the funeral? Like, they're, they're it seems the like the father has just died. <laughs> By the way, the father looks great on his deathbed. He doesn't look 
Like I, the fact that they even knew him, he was. <laughs> however, he passed. He seemed like a great guy, and however he passed is how I want to go because he oh, had like yeah. a tiny pain while they were walking away from the beach or wherever they were, and the next thing we knew, he was peacefully at rest. Well, and, he yeah. says he says something like, "Oh, all the people are here," or yeah, "Everyone's here." He says something. He says he some says wonderful pe- sentiment of here, like, yeah. "All the people are here," something like that. Which, and then he, and then he goes, and then he passes. And, and then I the, was like, "That's great." And then the lawyer puts his arm around, or, or like on the back of this chair that he's sitting very, too, way too close to Kelly McGillis for, and he's like, "Look, you could um, take over the company. It could be a huge <laughs> success, or uh, it could be a complete and utter failure." I'm just giving you all the sides. I'm like, 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 like all the sides. Yeah, like, yeah, it could go one way or it could go the other way. Like, I'm just giving you all the sides. I did not like that. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Would you have liked this movie more if their active choices had brought them to closer and yes. closer together? Like if she sold her toy company and opened a rec- a record company. Yes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if their li- if their life choices are what brought them closer to each other rather than just happenstance. pure happenstance, true hmm. like random mo- moment versus I'm making choices in my life that inevitably will lead to some, I might've liked that more because I might've been able to see it and feel like the excitement of them getting closer and closer, well, or it might have been bad. Do you think that she would have, you know, fallen in love with him at the end if he hadn't been a successful musician, if he had been a grifter? I don't think that she knows anything about him. I think that I it's don't, just we, I, it's I, the when souls they meet, are meeting. That's it. Yeah, like, when they make eye contact and they have that moment, she doesn't know who that is at all. I don't That's think true. that she's like watching local movies. All they news. do is, I think, in that moment, what the movie tells the movie, what the movie tells us is they remember their past because it the minute they make eye contact on the street, it cuts to. Like heavens, like they're past right. in heaven. And he so also I feel like that's when they remember. Yeah. I mean, that disappearing thing, when she disappears for a moment at the wedding and then comes back in, it's like, what What just happened there? Was that conception? I don't know. Uh, not to open this up again, but I. But when the, yes. he also no, disappears. No, that is some sort of sign that she's going to fade and be sent back down Okay, to so Earth the cell signal is losing, yeah. the um, And I don't know why he had to tell her. but when, Well, yeah. at the end, when they see each other, Right. And yeah. like they f- have that moment where it's like, finally, they found love. Then it fades to Tim Hutton talking to Emmett. And I was like, oh, no, did Tim Hutton just die? That's what I thought, too. And I thought that would did be he the best die ending. in that I thought, moment. I thought that would have been a great ending of the movie. Like he didn't do it in time. He didn't do it in time. I thought that's what it was. Um, but yeah, or, or he got hit by a car. Back. Or something like that. You yeah. know, I was like, wait, what, is, what happened here? I, um, obviously, we have opinions about this movie. June, you share the opinions of many of the people here on Amazon <laughs> with their five-star reviews. That's it's now nice. time for Second Opinions. Thank you. A little classic Second Opinions theme. Uh, boy, oh boy. Here they are. Uh, second Opinions, all called from Amazon. There are 1,181 total reviews. That's a lot for a movie of this time. 81% are five-star reviews. 81%. And these are wild. Uh, this is, again, um, our buddy Nate Kiley finding uh, some of the best of the best. There's two in here that I can't read because they're too depressing. But uh, if you want to go down that rabbit hole yourself, uh, Alfredo D. writes this. This is the kind of movie that leaves you to wonder, what if this was true? Recommend this to the open-minded five stars. Uh, And then um, 
Here and Now writes, must pay attention to details to fully appreciate the movie. If you're not paying attention, you will miss the nuances and the movie will appear to drag. Five stars. Well, that's a, the movie will appear to drag, but it's not. It's not. Maybe that's what happened to you, Jason. Maybe. I just didn't, didn't appreciate the nuances. The details. Um, I got to appreciate the nuances. I will say also, the nuances are not very subtle. It's like they, whenever there is like a callback, like literally just flat. It's like, oh, yeah, the guy who was running the computer factory is now the record label guy. Anyway, um, Natasha Churz. Oh, I didn't make that connection. You didn't? No, Wait, I, didn't I didn't notice either. that. Yeah. The guy well, who... Jason, we weren't paying attention to details. Oh, wow. Then you weren't paying attention to the nuances. Yeah, the record company yeah. label guy was the guy who was with all those kids in the computer room. He was yep, reincarnated. Okay. Uh, the, the head of Halo Records? Yeah, he, yeah, Halo Records. Yeah, Halo oh, Records. There it is. Of course. I did think he had an introduction that I didn't understand. It felt <laughs> yeah, like we laid... That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the camera stayed yeah. on him for a bit. Okay. Okay. Diana McManus writes, this movie is about good storytelling. I don't think that that's what this movie is about. Not about good storytelling. It could be a good story. Uh, the young man who died in the story failed to find love on earth, but later found it in heaven. Then he has a chance to write his true love on earth. That was perfect for him. Five stars. That was a book review that like my son would write. Like that is like that is like like. like uh, and then uh, and then this is the one that I like the most because it's the most. Uh, oh gosh, this one just makes me laugh. Jill Richardson writes, Made in Heaven is a wonderful movie that depicts many features of the spirit world correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. How? How do you know? <laughs> they know. Show us correct. how you know. Prove it. It is correct. This movie is coming correct. All right, people... Would you recommend <laughs> Would you recommend uh, watching this movie? I'm going to just jump in and say absolutely. I think this is a... This is one of... This is a really interesting movie because it's a lot of big ideas. I think there is some really I like a romance. I'll cry during it. I'm I was constantly going like, wait, what? I rewound this movie multiple times as if I missed something. So I highly recommend a watch. And it's on Amazon Prime. So it's if you got that, it's it's there. Or no, maybe you have to rent it. So you, you do go. have to rent it. You rent yeah. you have to rent it, but it's like a it's one of the dollar ninety-nine yeah. rentals. It's not like uh you're not spending a, a lot of money. It's pretty cheap. Um I would say watch it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, it, what my my problem was that it kind of got too slow. And I want it because I thought that I liked their chemistry together. I just wanted more of them. And yes. we didn't get it. Mm. Um, it's a fine movie. It's it, I didn't love it as much, but I definitely I think we all cried, you know, as as a you know, as a single person. It definitely is a real it's it really rattled me. I was like, oh, boy, not this is not a, this is not good. Like I, I, I got to thirty. I didn't, I didn't find my, my person. Well, no, that's just Tim. Deborah Hutchinson. Winger is going to come and collect me. No, 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 no. You I could have go, a whole, baby. You have, a, you could have a whole different. What does this mean yeah, for no, me? You could have a whole no, different. No, does this no. mean Emmett? Does this mean I'm going to hell? <laughs> I don't know. No, I didn't find my Kelly McGillis. That age was it, arbitrary. That was just like, well, he, yeah, he, that was Emmett's deal with the devil or 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 God or and whoever. You, who he, knows, Jason? You might be a new soul. Maybe I'm a new soul. I think guys. you might be actually. I know it's definitely not my first go round, but if you're yeah, maybe. if you're a new soul, I don't think you have those same time constraints. Yeah, maybe I'm a brand new soul. I do want to play uh, them talking about souls fucking. I'm a new soul. I haven't been to Earth. You haven't? Uh uh-uh. uh. You mean your parents? They did it here. At least twice. I have a brother. Have you ever made love? Yes. Have you? No. 
Would you make love to me? Yes. I'm glad you died. So am I. <laughs> June, what do you think? Would you recommend? Uh, would you recommend yeah. it? I would. I mean, it's it is a very weird experience watching this movie. And I did it hit me in a time and a place and it really um I found it to be really overwhelming. Babe, um, you were crying so much that there were tears in the frames of your glasses. Yeah. Like, it, like the tears were shooting hysterical. out. Like I had to take your glasses hysterical. off to make sure that like it was <laughs> oh, wow. you it wasn't like you yeah, were fogging them up. They were for the yeah, day. Like wrecked. I have a whole schedule of things I need to go to like in the next few minutes and get done. I did and not I've, I've never seen you. I haven't seen you like, like that in a long time. Do I scrap it all like and get into wow. bed? Oh yeah. It it from this really movie. from this movie wow. because it really brought up a lot for me and um, that I didn't know I was going to be facing on a Tuesday at 10, you know, to be honest. So sure. I just was ill-prepared. Um, and I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was absolutely beautiful as someone who believes in soulmates and believes that, you know, and I've had this experience with my children, too, that sometimes they say things or do things and you you see like your ancestors in them and you see generations of people you knew and all of that. It That really hit me to my core and shook me, rattled me good for the day. So <laughs> I am... Both of us rattled by this movie for very, very different, different reasons. reasons. But um, yeah, what can I say? It got me. I don't know if it's good or bad or whatever. It's insane, but but it definitely had a giant emotional impact on me. Which is testament to, like, I think, yeah. like, because the movie is bad. I want to be clear. The movie is bad. And, <laughs> that, and the, but the fact and that, it, no, no, I, but I, I mean, like, it, in, in construction. Yeah, sure. In construction. Sure. But the fact that it can have moved us all to tears. Yes. Is impressive. Like, like there's something to be, there's something here that is good. Yes. And uh, a lot of it is the emotion that is behind it and the actor's ability to mm -hmm. convey that emotion, uh, even absolutely. inside of a movie that is structurally not healthy. At times it's working a lot of against them. It, yes. It's working against the success of the emotional story and yet it still wins. And that's, so that's, that, that, that's real. You know, like that's, like that's I cried something. at the end I cried at the scene with the parents, like, you know, like those are, those beats land. Really and that's do. impressive in a movie that also has scenes that are just real turkeys and duds, yes. you know? Agreed. Uh, the movie had a $13 million budget. It made $4.5 million. Uh, wow. So it was not a hit. The tagline was 12,000 babies will be born in the United States today. Two will have already fallen in love. Tough tagline. It's weird. Um, and it's very uh, weird. Yeah. The top three movies of 87 are Beverly Hills Cop 2, Platoon, and Fatal Attraction. So this is a uh, this movie doesn't feel like it's fitting into that mold. The uh, This movie came in 124th oh, wow. of yeah. all the movies released, and it was beaten by Mannequin, The Running Man, Jaws the Revenge, Masters of the Universe, Over the Top, Superman 4, and it beat Prom Night 2 and The Garbage Pail Kids, all movies that we did here on the show. Wow. Uh, thank you, Nate, for getting into all that. What and a year. And thank you, uh, Avril Halley, our producer, our movie-picking producer, who who found this great treat of a film. And maybe we need to find some more Heaven and Angel movies, because I, I I was I was along for this ride. I felt it was really great. Um, and now, time for a very big announcement. How did this get made? 
is coming back to live shows. That's right. We will be live and virtually live in December for our traditional Christmas shows. And you can see us in Los Angeles on December 15th. Tickets are now available. Hopefully they will still be up. If you want to make sure that you are the first to know about this, uh, sign up for our mailing list, which is on our website at hdtgm.com. And we'll be doing a virtual show, which can never sell out. And that will be on December 10th. We'll have special guests. It'll be a Christmas movie. And you can find out all the information once again on hdtgm.com. That's it. Just go right there. That'll show you how to buy tickets, where it's at, answer all the questions that you have, what movies we're doing and everything like that. So we hope we see you live. And now, June, uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, You know what? I wanted to tell everybody about uh, my sister's company, The Montage Queen. And Hmm. if you, they are launching um, their virtually home for the holidays montages, which are so incredible. Paula and I did one last year. The Montage Queen creates a video starring your nearest and dearest that you can be viewed in person or over Zoom. Um, they provide these holiday-themed prompts and your guests film their answers. The Montage Queen then edits them all together. It's really beautifully done. Um, and we had one that we did with our family last year and we all watched and it was just it's, it's such one a special of the thing things. to it's do been... over the holidays. And How Did This Get Made listeners can get $25 off if they go to themontagequeen.com and use code, uh, if they write holiday in the offer code field. They can get $25 off and space is really limited. She only does so many. So head to themontagequeen.com to secure your spot. Well, Gene, I thought you were actually going to talk about your movie that comes out next week, right? Do you have a big movie oh coming gosh, out next week? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's what I was really <laughs> setting you up for. That I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I want to talk about the Montage Queen and their holiday <laughs> stuff. So, yes, on HBO Max, 8-Bit Christmas is coming out. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and it stars me and Steve Zahn and Neil Patrick Harris, and it is just a really well done, lovely, funny Christmas movie. And if you if you love them, are there any ghosts? Are there ghosts? There are no spirits? ghosts. There are okay, no spirits. Good, good to know. Um, but it's really <laughs> fun, and I think uh, I think you all will really really enjoy it. I think it's a, it's a great Christmas movie. I love nice. it. Uh, Jason, uh, what would you like to talk about? Um, I will plug both um, season one of Star Trek Prodigy, which mm-hmm. is coming out right now on Paramount Plus. Just picked uh, up week season week. two, by the way. Just picked up to Huge season hit. two. Um, great. It's it's an awesome show. Great Star Trek uh, adventure show. Uh, and I told Paul, June, I've been watching Lower Decks and finally got to the episode where you play Paul's mom. So and it strange. is fantastic. Yeah. Um, really funny episode. So if people aren't watching Star Trek Lower Decks, which is the show that Paul is on, that June is on an episode where she plays his mother. It is hilarious. <laughs> um, Big Mouth season five just came out. Yes. Uh, check that out. Uh, I'm just saying that if you've not checked it out yet, check out uh, the Twitch channel that uh, I do a bunch of shows on. We have a bunch of fun stuff coming up, uh, especially as we head into the holidays. Some big, fun shows that I'm sure I'll ask Jason and June to be a part of as we raise some money for some good causes uh, as we go into the holidays. And that's twitch.tv slash friendzone. And don't worry if you don't know how to work Twitch. It's just like YouTube. Just go to twitch.tv slash friendzone. And there you watch the whole thing. It's very, very easy. And I'll say one more thing, which is all of our T Public shirts are on sale for a big Black Friday sale. 
detail. So if you're listening to this this weekend, uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, uh, we are leading up to uh, a big giant sale. So keep your eyes open on our, all of our social media and you will see all of the best-selling shirts all for sale. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you so much, June. Thank you so much, Cody. Thank you so much, Devin. Thank you so much, Molly Reynolds. And uh, our producer, Avil Halley, our researcher, Nate Kiley, the people who do all of our amazing artwork. I'm talking about the ghost of Craig T. Nelson. I'm talking about Kyle Waldron. And... Our super QC editor. Make sure everything's on the top, up and up. July Diaz. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please remember to rate and review us. Join us on the Discord to continue the conversation at discord.gg slash hdtgm. If you want to hear the entire catalog of how did this get made, you can listen to it commercial-free on Stitcher. And every Monday, we're releasing an old episode from our vault, so you'll see that popping up in your stream. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week on the mini-episode. Give me a call about your life, your love, or this movie at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-Ask. And maybe Jason and I will continue our conversations about what we're watching, what we're doing in the choir, because we're still in the choir in a way. We all are in the choir. Uh, we'll see you next time for a mini-episode. Bye for now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.